Welcome to Money Talks. Yesterday we spoke and discussed the fact that we are all unique individuals. Because we are all unique individuals, money means different things to all of us. Today we continue that conversation in what does money mean to you. Our attitudes and relationships with money all differ because we have different money personalities. Since childhood, we've all had unique encounters and exposure to money, which has led us to showing different money behaviors. And this manifests in how we treat money. These money behaviors are often distinct money personalities. We're going to discuss a model by Kathleen Gurney in which she proposes nine money personality types. I've gone further and added two personalities which I've seen from Zimbabweans which also are unique and are shown in how we behave and treat money. So let's discuss money personalities. When we say you have a money personality, we're acknowledging that you have an emotional self, a social self, and you also have a financial self. The first money personality we'll discuss are the achievers. This is a group of people who are usually married university graduates and work hard to control their finances. They do not always trust other people with money matters, but they tend to be very conservative in showing off their real wealth. Mazimbabwe nakawanda achiever. They are degree, they're educated, but often because of the past, they don't quite trust anyone else with their money. The next money personality you often encounter is the entrepreneur. office, and indeed, they are entrepreneurs in every right. They are hard workers, earn more than most people, but also love to show off their wealth. Entrepreneurs are the envy of many. High rollers is another money personality you often come across. High rollers look, feel, sound like, and they seem like entrepreneurs, but they're not. These love to show off their money, but they do not always have income to back the talk or what they, or what they do. They're always looking for more money and believe they must look and act like the person that they would like to be financially. The next money personality we can look at quickly is the hunters. They're highly educated. They're above average income earners. Their hearts run their money personality rather than their heads. They believe that they will be successful and be in the right place at the right time one day. This group often represents middle managers who are waiting for the big promotion at work. The next group we'll look at is the money masters. This is the group we would all like to be. My money masters They're very good at saving and investing. They seem to always do things right. Even with a low income, they grow their money and they use financial experts and hire people smarter than them to help them when it comes to creating money. Pakutenga ma shares, pakutenga property, pakuita chungwene chungwene mari. The money masters seem to always have the right answer. The other group which tries to always have the right answer are the perfectionists. But because of their quest for perfection, they are scared of losing money. 
They often do not trust advice and end up confused in the midst of many counselors. This lack of indecision actually works against them. Producers is a very big money personality. They work hard but never seem to create wealth. They end up believing that the world is conspiring against them. The producers are those who work entire lifetimes, working hard, but never really have much to show at the end. This group of people is best served by hiring professionals to help and to assist them. Another group which we often encounter in Zimbabwe is the optimist. My optimist Ndoma 40-something, Nema 50-something. Time is no longer on their side. But they don't quite have enough to get through retirement on their own. They feel that it's sometimes too late to do much about saving and investing, but they remain optimistic that they have enough for later years. A very dangerous place to be as an apt optimist because sometimes you run the risk of dying in poverty. Similar to my, perfect, my, similar to my perfectionists, we have the safety players. These actually manage to save and invest their money. They're very safe with money. They don't take big risks and actually love to grow their money to its full potential. Safety players are often the next step behind the money masters. Another group we're going to look at are the dreamers. The dreamers is a group of people who I have added. They are lazy. They have big wealth dreams and are obsessed with windfalls. They play the lottery, they gamble, and they believe that money is going to come their way whilst they chase their pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But there's nothing, no substance to follow up in terms of how these plans can be achieved. Being a dreamer is very dangerous because you're losing out on the one thing that works for you when you're creating wealth, time. The last group we'll look at in terms of money personalities are the green monsters. In this group, which I have also created, they are not quite like dreamers. These ones just live on envy. And in their envy, they copy everyone and follow trends in terms of what others are doing with their money. In some cases, the green monsters get really lucky and copy the right things and create wealth by having the right friends. However, they are not genuine. They are green monsters. They want to copy and they are generally clueless when it comes to money matters. All of these money personalities ultimately result in money behavior. That's the topic that we'll cover tomorrow in terms of what results from these money personalities and what is exhibited when you start looking at the different money behaviors. The thing about your money personality is that it's important to note that your money personality can end up crafting your money behavior. Another thing about your money personality is that if you are married or have a partner or a spouse, it becomes even more complex because you want to try and find someone who not necessarily has the same personality as you, but you need to understand each other's personality in order to behave right when it comes to money. 
If you are married, it is important to go through the list which we have discussed today and decide what your spouse or partner is. Are they an achiever, an entrepreneur, a high roller, a hunter, a money master, a perfectionist, a producer, an optimist, a safety player, or are they simply dreamers or are they green monsters? It is important to go face to face with your money personality and decide that even though you have this personality, it is possible to change or alter your behavior, which is what matters the most. Tomorrow, we talk money behavior. From me, Gerald, Mr. G, Mwandiambira, Ngati Fumetose. Yesterday we discussed the first part of what does money mean to you. We discussed the different money personalities that we all show when it comes to dealing with money. These money personalities are essential because they are responsible for our money behavior. Are you an achiever? Are you an entrepreneur? Are you a high roller? Are you a hunter? Or are you a money master? Furthermore, are you a perfectionist, a producer, or an optimist? Or are you a safety player or a dreamer? Or worse still, are you a green monster? Today we're going to discuss the different money behaviors that are shown and exhibit beyond the money personality that you have. What we mean is, although you have that personality, what people out on the outside see is the money behavior. The first type of money behavior which we have is the big spender. Big spenders, which is spending money. They spend like there is no tomorrow. Often, money personalities of high rollers, entrepreneurs, green, green monsters and achievers fall into this category. Advice if you are a big spender is to seek long-term satisfaction rather than short-term gratification when it comes to your money. So rather spend your money on a house that will increase in value over time than things that will lose value or have no value. The next group we're going to look at are the savers. These savers These are people who have either been traumatized by past money experience or just believe that they'd rather be conservative and would rather suffer with old clothes than buying new ones. The savers have no debt, but they often do not get any satisfaction in enjoying the fruits of their labor. Money masters, hunters, and perfectionists sometimes fall into the category of the savers. My simple advice to the savers is, live life a little. Enjoy the finer things. Go on that holiday. It's okay. If you've been saving, you can save again Mangwana. However, we need to realize that savers often die and we realize they had great wealth which nobody knew about. The next group we're going to talk about is the shopaholics. 
This money behavior is about people who use money as a coping mechanism. Chere ane mari chere asina, they find a reason to shop. Producers who work hard and optimists who feel that time is running out often show the traits of shoppers. They go up and spend money but avoid saving. They believe that they'd rather live for today and not live for tomorrow. Are you a shopper? The next group is a very sensitive group to discuss. Avandoan wish queret. Their debtors. Debtors simply have no control of their finances. They live in debt and they need help with money management. Dreamers and green monsters are often very happy to live in debt because they just want to live and they don't care about tomorrow and indeed they're often copying other people. Advice to you if you're someone who's addicted to debt is to seek professional help and start saving today for tomorrow. Debtors also lose friends over time. every month. The last personality we can discuss today are the investors. Again, this is a type of money behavior. This, these are the people who always live life looking for the next deal. This group has control of their finances and are on the right track. And often they are money masters, so they know how to invest. But my advice to this group is simply to keep doing what you're doing. We all want to be good investors over time, but we need to also exhibit the other money behaviors which show that we're living life. As we start discussing this thing about what money means to you, let's start remembering also that money, what money means to us ultimately can also be passed on to the next generation. What are you teaching your children about money when they look at your money behavior? Are you simply a shopaholic? Because that can have an impact on your children. If you shop without a plan, without a list, without any clear intention, this money behavior is very easy to pass on to your children. Also, are you a debtor? Are your children watching you borrow from Paul? to pay Tendai, borrow from Farai, to pay Nyaradzai. Are you that kind of person who is teaching your children that debt is okay? We must remember that the money behaviors and personalities we have are not just about us. They're often passed on to the next generation. Do you want your children to be a certain way with money? If so, you need to start showing them. You need to start training them. Remember, we spoke that money is a tool that has no life of its own. It needs to be taught and it needs to be experienced. So I would suggest if you're someone who really is concerned about how you see money or is concerned about how your family sees money, start working at it now. And the best way to start doing it is start hiring professionals. Yes, I know it's expensive, it's important. Money is a discipline. It is something that is linear and it is something that an expert can genuinely add value to you. 
That is why if you look at the really wealthy people or really rich people of this world, they have plenty of advisors. And in the next episode, we can explore the difference between wealth and riches. And it's quite simple. Wealth runs for generations and riches run through one lifetime. We should strive to create wealth. We should strive to forget 2008 and 2009. And we should start looking ahead at building a new country in which each and every one of us can start understanding how money works. Because when money works for you, it's a beautiful thing. But when money works against you, it can be the worst feeling and the worst place to be in your life. So we've spoken about what money means to you. We've spoken about money personalities and we've spoken about the different money behaviors. Hopefully this is the foundation of our journey in understanding how this thing called money shall work for each and every one of us and enrich our lives. Let us continue this conversation tomorrow. From me, Gerald Mr. G. Mwandiambira Ngatifu Metose.